0: Þú á á Australia was made possible because of you, our faithful listeners, and because of our fabulous supporters on Patreon. If you would like to keep the show getting even better and support us further, please visit our Patreon. Page. Here comes
1: the spoiler from the movie crying game, the girl has appeared us
0: at patreon.com. So they have more experience in human rights issues than the president of the United States.
1: Well, uh, a lot of people have uh, more, experience. more experience in a lot of things more than the president of the United States. Yeah. I think the next next time they should just hand out the presidency in a cereal box, like in a random General or race. like
0: a like in a chocolate pack, like really one cup yeah, I got the gold something
1: well, maybe something <clears throat> responsible, like a detergent someone who uh, washes his clothes, yeah, or her or her could be her <laughs> uh and 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 the right one. You know lucky someone will become the president of the united states and still it will be at least 27 times better than the one they have right now
0: it's uh what a week what a week yes. and harvey weinstein yeah oh my god well, did, did, you, you <clears throat> did you see the gay producer harvey feinstein has copped abuse because people didn't realize he's the wrong person
1: Oh, really, oh, yeah. poor guy, <laughs>
0: Harvey Harvey finestein Yeah, and he's what is that? A gay producer? Yeah, he's. I think he's done a lot of Broadway, and um, oh. but he's he's very openly gay, yeah, and yeah very yeah. supportive of women's rights, and, yeah. But people have have been hurling abuse on on the internet, and haven't realized they're attacking the wrong steen. Oh, okay.
1: It's funny it's, it's almost That's kind of cartoony Like there's another Harvey Weinstein But it's gay
0: And Feinstein but Produces
1: Produces some uh, yeah, Musicals yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's just I think I saw a picture of him I think he's He's worked as an actor yeah. And he has a voice like this
1: Oh like uh, Like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's brother I think that might be him No His name is Carl Let me look him up On IMDB Yeah Harvey Feinstein. Oh, Harvey Feinstein. I mean, I, he, one who did that because my mother told me never to kiss. Uh, like the one who kissed Homer in the first or second series of The Simpsons. There was this gay character voiced by the one, by Mrs. Doubtfire's brother.
0: Was it? Just look at that. The gay episode um in the simpsons had john waters no, no
1: no no that was later that's when the gay was the whole theme being gay was the theme of the show but uh, there was way earlier in the first or second season uh, homer uh, gets
0: a raise harvey firestein fear fearstein cannot uh, um he was in milan Independence Day Mrs. Delphi. Yeah, 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 he was him. Frank
1: in, he was Independence Day as well I he died in Independence Day did he? yeah but no, only in the movie not for real you know it would be horrible if like no if in in the end of independence day there was like a disclaimer that says no people died uh, but were killed by aliens during the filming of this movie except for this
0: one gay guy wasn't he also in the remake of independence day no did you see it no but
1: there was a gay couple in the remake um what yes who? No, no, not the, it's not the remix, the sequel. The sequel? Yeah, and uh, you remember Brett Spiner's character in Independence Day? He was like the the uh, absent-minded uh, scientist who kept the alien yeah, in yeah, yeah. 50, Area 51. Brett Spiner, that's the same actor that uh, did data in uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, turns out, well... Uh, in uh, Independence Day Resurgence or something That, uh, that he w- was gay I don't remember he, that he, he never, he, Did you see the sequel? Yeah Yeah He had this other scientist uh, husband or partner were because was it like
0: kind of like a blink and you'll miss it, like in uh, Not Spoiling I Anything, Alien blatant, Covenant?
1: I thought it was just blatantly, blatantly obvious. I thought they did everything except saying, we are gay. Yeah. It's just, uh, I thought it was pretty obvious, but maybe I'm just, uh, uh, I, I have my gaydar on.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't, maybe I went to pee because I watched it on my computer while oh. I was sick and eating pizza, so...
1: Remember, because he was in a coma after being attacked by an alien, after mm. being possessed by an alien in the first movie. Yeah. He had been in a coma since then. Yeah. Woke up in the sequel. Mm-hmm. And all the time, his partner has, had been waiting, and their relationship was so emotional that I thought, oh, yeah, they're a couple. I thought
0: they were just work partners and best friends.
1: Uh, watch it again. They're so obviously a couple that... But you... it's
0: never stated they're a couple. No, not really. Ah. I don't think so. No, right. So it is a little bit kind of alien covenant territory. Uh, how so? Well, there there was a gay couple in that, but it was a blink and you'll miss it. The only reason that you know they're a couple right up until there's, it's not going to give. I mean, we know lots. Minor characters die, obviously. In yeah, alien like movies. most of them died So yeah, <laughs> in the first. It's an 20, alien movie. Most, uh, most of, of them die. Died. But there's, there's, when they're in the cornfield or the wheat field Ooh. and the big attack happens, yeah. uh, there's a, a, one guy, you know, who, who gets the acid or whatever right. and, or no, he has the thing burst yeah. and the other guy's holding him. And until that moment you had no idea. And yeah. then you notice they're both wearing wedding rings and it's, yeah. he says something I like, think actually, Oh, you were my husband.
1: I think actually I remember, I, I, yeah, it was, I, I remember that, but I forgot it.
0: And until that moment, in all the times they were on the ship, in all the pre released footage, they never had physical contact with each other. Yeah. They, they just, you, you actually, I just assumed that they were the husbands of other female minor mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, is Hollywood like easing it in? I don't know, they did the same thing in the Power Rangers remake where they, uh, the thing is they put these little seeds out there Mm -hmm. and then the gay media pick it up and go, oh my God, we're being included. Like in the Power Rangers one, they said, oh, one of the Rangers I think is the Yellow Ranger is gay. And then if you watch the movie, I haven't seen the movie, I've seen the scene. They're around a campfire as teenagers and someone mentions something to her about boy trouble. And I think her response is something along the lines of, no, and no girl trouble either. And that's all. That's what's said. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, the the character that they made gay, they also went a step and and they weren't white. So, you know, they were ticking two boxes there.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's a a way for all of it. They're just putting it out that let's try it first without Mm. saying they're gay. And then when that gets old, you will start having. Or gay. it could and be, and it will end up in just full-on hardcore gay porn. <laughs> 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 well,
0: I mean, we've come a long way because if you look at like movies from the past, traditionally, gay characters are usually either evil or stupid.
1: I remember seeing this. It was a pretty good documentary called "The Celluloid Closet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: used to have the whole collection of yeah. of that director's films. All right. Because that director also did a great documentary about Harvey Milk. Okay. And a few other ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay, I want to see that. I had it on.
1: I've, I've taped it. I had it on VHS, uh, and and then uh, then the VHS died. No. With something called Die Video Die, or DVD.
0: Or The Video The, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: An entertainment system that speaks German can't be an able system.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But how's how's your week been since you turned a faute? Well,
1: I have been uh, sick. Mm. Still, I was, yeah, I was I, I was sick for a week before my fortieth birthday. Then on the actual day, mm. in the evening of my birthday, I
0: became uh, extra sick. Yeah, you said you almost couldn't make it to the podcast. Uh,
1: <clears throat> the The live one, yeah. No, no, yeah. Well, no, that wasn't it. Okay, I, I was talk, i was talking about the actual day, of the birthday, because oh, the podcast yeah, yeah. was on
0: the eve. Yeah, yeah, the next day was your birthday, yeah. yeah.
1: And, uh, and then uh, I went out for dinner with a super hot and a couple of friends, and then we had some cocktails, and during the cocktail session, I the throat ache I'd had for uh, uh, a few days now just started getting worse than ever, mm. and uh, then so I said, that we have to go home. And I didn't sleep that whole night because of pain in my throat. Uh, I was just at one moment I had like lost faith in life itself. I went out uh, into the. uh, I just walked into the living room, so I wouldn't bother my super lady friend. But she did wake up because of frustration. I kind of punched the bed on when I was standing up from it, and then I kind of. uh, Then I just went
0: she woke up from <clears throat> frustration and punched the bed no oh I you pun- I,
1: while leaving the bed being, uh, filled with frustration and anguish i kind of punched it uh, like uh, uh, because i was so angry and sleep at the my situation and yeah, sleep yeah. deprived and uh, she woke up and she was like oh no is he a bad puncher <laughs> <laughs> and i went into the living room and there i just kind of just i stood there and like grabbed my hair like a crazy person and thought is has this always i like I, the pain was like i feel like i've been like this forever and this is how it will always be
0: and then you became Werner hurt song <clears throat>
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh, later I went to the doctor uh, that morning
0: And you got antibiotics a...
1: Yeah, it turned out I had streptococcus Streptococcus I had streptococcus
0: oh. it's, it's, it's not as good as having a limpia to cock
1: Do you, is, that a, is that a word for it in English, streptococcus?
0: They call it strep throat
1: Ah, oh, well throat. Streptoc-
0: because it's called strep throat because the bacteria or the virus that causes it is streptococcus
1: yeah okay oh that was thank you for the explanation that's alright doctor's ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, funny so, so, so my, <laughs> my throat was uh, uh, like uh, filled with streptocock and uh, uh, that kept uh, kept me just awake for a whole night because I felt like I couldn't breathe mm. without pain
0: one little insider secret for if you ever feel like that again mm? always kill yourself yourself. (laughs) just in the in the most painful and gruesome way possible oh painful yeah
1: well i have a better idea painless painless (laughs) oh never thought of that
0: (laughs) um but uh no the the, that's why you should always have even even if you're uh, going through a dry spell with drinking always have straight um spirits in the house uh, not like gay whiskey. ones yeah like whi- no, whiskey. no whiskey. whiskey is good because oh. what you can do um and it was it was my ex who taught me this because i i had a similar situation sore throat but also couldn't really project and had to do like an hour of stand-up mm, yeah and that would just be painful and i had this throat gargle from the pharmacy and the problem is with a throat gargle it just does the top of the throat because you can't swallow it yeah and so it's you know it and and what he said was just gargle some whiskey and because you can actually swallow it it numbs things yeah yeah like
1: i i I could i should buy some whiskey and then you just have that you do
0: that you numb it and then then get to sleep because if you can get to sleep through the pain you'll stay asleep
1: i will i'm actually in a good place right now with my uh with my throat, uh, it's uh, going away because of the antibiotics. And also I have like, uh, I'm at that stage uh, where your voice is extra sexy. I sound like uh, Keith David or something. Who's Keith David? Keith David. Keith David. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who, who, who he is the uh, disgusting uh, Person that has Jennifer Connelly do ask to ask. ass to ask, yeah. that's
0: him yeah. oh yes yeah, Keith David wow I wonder how and he, he feels he
1: played the Muslim in uh, Pitts Black the first uh, Riddick movie oh right he had, uh, he had one of my favorite lines, which is this is my God and he said there there is my God because I'm going to tell you a story about God okay okay <clears throat> I was once asked to uh, the
0: old man is speaking <laughs>
1: Yes. uh, Did you know I cut like 20 or 30 minutes out of our live podcast which was just me rambling? No. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, I'm getting kind of full of myself right there. I'm not even 40. (laughs) It was your birthday. I let (laughs) you have it. Anyway, I was once asked to do this um, sermon for a church here in Reykjavik. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a priest, she she sent me... uh, facebook message Yeah, we do like these uh unconventional sermons and we ask outsiders to come and say their piece about mm-hmm. god and religion and stuff and i, I said okay I, I can do that but just in advance i'm to let you know i'm not a religious person i'm neither uh religious nor uh, an atheist i'm just uh whatever guy also known as agnostic yes and um she said, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So I went there and I just talked about me. So I woke up early Sunday morning. Mm. I remember going home from like my friends were drinking and I, I have to go home because <laughs> I, I have to was... go to
0: church in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to look, like, finish writing the sermon. I I fin- finished writing it in the morning, actually just before I went.
0: Mm.
1: And, uh, so I asked, uh, I, I was like, uh, I told them that I wasn't uh, an atheist because I thought that was just as much of a generalization, or not. Is that the word? It's just as much. Then you're just as convinced as someone who is religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are closed to the idea. I've seen Star Trek. It could be like an omnipotent space blob out there. Mm -hmm. That that's God. Mm -hmm. So I can't. I mean, that'd be kind of cool, actually. That some alien created us. Also scary. I think it's more likely. Uh, and uh, so I said, uh, but my view of God was uh, uh, something, uh, was like a, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty like one of the storylines in the American sci-fi movie *Pitch Black with Win Diesel and Keith David. Mm-hmm. And uh, So uh, I uh, tell them the story about uh, this is a story where a a criminal, a godless criminal, Uh and a religious man, a Muslim, are stuck together on a planet. And there is like the nights on this planet, they last for years. The years of a day, the day lasts for years, and then there's a night that lasts for years. Uh Uh-huh. And during the night, the planet is covered with horrific uh, uh, xenomorph-like creatures. cockroachy esque Yes. But those... um, Yeah. Who are... uh, uh, They don't
0: like light. Yeah. So
1: basically, at night, which lasts forever on its planet, the planet turns into hell. And they land on it just before nightfall. Mm -hmm. So the rest of the movie is them spending... Uh, uh, eternal night in hell but uh, they have a chance to get off the planet and they send the hardened godless criminal to go get the spaceship because mm-hmm. he is uh, Vin Diesel and he can punch aliens <laughs> so he go uh, and, but before they go they have this whole discussion on their way to find the spaceship and um, <clears throat> Keith David and Vin Diesel said how, how can you believe in God in a world like this and yeah. Keith David says I see God everywhere and uh, yeah well you can't see him here it's pitch black that's the title of Of the movie movie. and uh, then later on Keith David gets stuck in a cave with the rest of the survivors Mm. and Vin Diesel has to go get the spaceship and he goes and finds the spaceship he, the, his first thought is just to leave the planet that was his plan the whole time he's leaving
0: the planet and leaving because he's a prisoner isn't he's a he? prisoner yeah. he don't
1: give a fuck about uh, other mm-hmm. human lives but we see this just before we cut into the next scene we see this doubt in his eyes and then we go back into the cave and the people are losing hope but mm-hmm. not Keith David he's looking at the opening of the cave where the rock is a rock very similar like uh, the one Jesus pushed away aha uh-huh. And then suddenly the rock moves and there's Win Diesel, he's back. And then Keith David says There, there my friend. There is my God.
0: Oh And
1: the people I was like talking I was telling people about the storyline from Pitts Black on yeah. Sunday morning in yeah, church. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and when that when that punchline came, when the the ending came of the story, I heard people go like Oh, oh yeah. And afterwards, like during coffee, the sermon coffee people like so what was the movie called right. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're all gonna go home and so watch I spread Pitchback. the message of Pets Black to a bunch of Christians
0: and they're to, all the better for yeah, to all
1: the Christians in Iceland all five of them <laughs> And on that note, I'm an
0: Australian, and I'm Icelandic, and together we are Australia. La 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 well, while we're
1: at it, I, in one of my 400 other podcasts, yeah. <laughs> I did a mistake. I said that uh, I was talking about Batman Returns, and I actually said that the Penguin was played by Danny Elfman. Everyone knows I meant Danny DeVito, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. The music yeah. was Danny so Elfman. So please stop sending me hate mail.
0: Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I was, I was in the shower uh, yesterday... And I actually I came up with an idea for another podcast. And I went, no, I'm not going to have five million. That would be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes. I don't know why I do it. It's just so fun. It's my, uh, one of my favorite past Are times. you still listening to a lot of other podcasts, though? Yes, I was just listening to one before, just before it came. I was listening to, uh, 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 it's called Dog Loves Movies with Dog Benson. Well, Doug. You say Doug, not dog. Doug, yeah, Yeah. Doug Benson. Doug, yeah, Doug. Doug loves movies. Doug the Bounty Hunter. Doug, remember that show?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And his wife with those like two meter long nails. I only saw.
1: I only saw like the South Park spoof
0: of Doug the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, of
1: course it was Cartman. Doug the Bounty Hunter. So uh, yeah, I was listening to that where they w- were uh, reposting an old episode where Dean Stanton was uh, participating in that uh, podcast which mm-hmm. is a chat show slash game show mm. uh, and it's uh, starring it has Doug Benson the, the American stoner comedian mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. the super Me movie yeah yeah. yeah. so Dean Stanton he died recently so I was just listening to uh, him mm. with uh, sorrow bittersweet sorrow in my heart Mm -hmm. Uh, while drawing pictures of people doing bad things to each other, which is my main income. (laughs) I do that so I can spend the rest of my time doing uh,
0: Payless gigs like uh, this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been really getting into a podcast called Lore.
1: Yeah, you told me about Lore.
0: Have you heard it yet? No, but it's
1: now like an... It's a asterisk.
0: TV show. Yeah, is it on
1: Amazon? Amazon Prime. Yes, on yes, yeah. am Amazon. And it's
0: all about dark history. I like that. And, uh, and mis- mysteries. And there's always like a weird twist at the end. Twistery? There's a twistery to the mystery. <laughs> I was walking to the park. And then they
1: make the porn version, the fistery. The
0: fistery. Uh, and I also just recently got into Minor Revelations with Drew Drogie.
1: Drew Drogi,
0: yeah, he's a he's a comedic actor um, and gay rights activist, but mm-hmm. a lot of people know him for the weird videos he did online pretending to be Chloe Sevigny.
1: Yes, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, but
0: he's been in like everything. He's a he's a Groundling.
1: He's a Groundling, which means uh,
0: he was part of the um, improvisation company, The Groundlings. So, like Amy Poehler mm-hmm. and a lot of those people came out of the Upright Citizens Brigade mm-hmm. UCB. And then in LA and New York, they have the groundlings, which a lot of com- comedians and actors have come out of. Kathy Griffin was a groundling, Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. was one of those things. Um, and uh, yeah, his 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 whole podcast is he has a, He has like a little chat, and then he has two guests, and they have to share a story, mm. an interest, just whatever, an interesting story from their past. Um, and it's usually the the whole thing is mu- they have a minor revelation. Mm. Um, from their story and he has some really interesting guests as well but I really like it I like it a lot a lot lot. yeah and I'm hoping that by mentioning other people's podcasts we'll get more listeners yes Uh,
1: (laughs) yes 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 you should always uh, send out your appreciation for all other artists out into the cosmos yeah I mean if it weren't kindness is a boomerang
0: if it weren't for the dollop if it weren't for the dollop we probably wouldn't have as many listeners as we do now yes yeah. Thank you, dollop guys. <clears throat> Thank you very much, dollop guys. I don't remember their names. Their names are Pete and Charlie. Pete really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's time for the embarrassment, embarrassment of the week. We're spot on with
1: this today. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's because I have been I like I well, my embarrassment. Mm. I think maybe I'm very calm
0: today. You are. Have I you suppose. taken something?
1: I've been taking a lot of painkillers <laughs> okay. in the last days. That might be it. <laughs> okay. But my, I was going to throw out the theory that because I had a minor anxiety attack. Oh, did you? Uh, like uh, like a
0: cliche? Mm. Just
1: the night after the live podcast so my first night as a 40 year old man
0: was it caused by being 40
1: I think it was I think it was subconsciously mm. uh, caused by
0: that like a, an an early midlife crisis or yeah, I because think 40 is around because I was
1: joking about the midlife crisis I talked about the, I was midlife crisis I was just like when you do the live podcast you just have to talk while the words come into your brain yeah, you yeah. put them out there and uh, I said something like I had a midlife crisis, but I, th- I was being <clears throat> sarcastic, I thought, because I, I really just, I have always, always like celebrating my birthday because mm. it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I'm uh, painfully aware that it's just that the time measurement is fiction created by man. Mm. And we are nothing but stardust and blah blue because
0: before calendars, we didn't know how old we were Mm -hmm. Or
1: when we were born and we didn't find women with staples in their navels sexy at all
0: No only works for strength in their Navels belly button rings.
1: No I was trying to make some um, uh, like a visual of a calendar girl Oh, in the staples, <laughs> staples in, in their the nose. Label. It's very poetic. Yes, uh, well, I, I kind of thought I, I. Uh, yeah, I know where I got it from, mm. from Critters 2. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Remember the Gremlins rip of Critters? No. About uh, space fugitives, which were all like cuddly, little, hairy, horrible monsters that uh, eat humans.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Uh, It's a very very nice series. Uh, Three is actually the first uh, feature with Leonardo DiCaprio. They made three? They they made four. Four has Angela Bassett in it, and four sucks. But three is pretty fun. Two is my favorite, though, because that's where they all get all the craters, because they roll around like little hedgehogs. Oh, I have a a weird memory of that, yeah. And uh, then they eat people. Uh, Three, they hide uh, somebody... That happens during Easter, and the Easter Bunny uh, buys like uh, these alien eggs of a far of this uh, hustler, this mm. trickster, uh, snake oil salesman. But uh, they turn out to be the craters' eggs, and he, the Easter guy who is the Easter Bunny, is drunk, and he goes somewhere to pee. But then the newborn craters jump up into his flies. And eat him inside of his custom, starting with his ding Penis. dong. Oh my god! But uh, 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 the uh, there are bounty hunters who are coming after the critters from space, and one of them, uh, both of them, they have have like morphing abilities, mm. so they can change into uh, like a humans. Mm. So f- while they're closing in on Earth, they they find like uh, transmissions from earth to find what humans look like mm. so they can turn into them and one of them finds like a rock video mm. and it turns into like this rock star type mm. and the other one is more picky he's gonna wait till he gets there and when he gets there he's, he's still just all faceless and green and he finally finds this porn magazine oh. and he looks at the centerfold and he turns into the babe in the centerfold and then he has like a giant staple in his, in niz- his navel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. But your anxiety attack?
1: Yes, my. So just uh, I was uh, I was pretty drunk. Mm. I was very drunk uh, after the show, and mm-hmm. I was also like had this uh, visco bit. Yeah, I felt like I talked too much, and also I felt like this weird emptiness. Mm. Uh, because, you know, when you turn 40, uh, uh, I guess, you hear, when people keep saying the same thing to you, like, congratulations, what does it feel like? What mm-hmm. does it feel like? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it feels like. Like regular, but somehow more strange and paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or paranoio. Paranoiac. Paranoish. Paranoish. I don't think any of those are words. I like noish. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went home and uh, uh, we fell asleep, and then I woke up in the middle of the night, and I went into the bathroom and I cried, <gasps> and then I went back inside. Yeah. But then the uh, next day I got really
0: sick. Maybe you were just getting sick. So
1: I just cried because
0: of well, physical illness? Uh, well, physical illness can affect people in many different ways. No,
1: I think it was just a regular excited talk. I I get them like uh two or three times a year. But uh this one happened to be on my first night as a as a man hmm.
0: as a man beast. Hmm.
1: But it was it's okay, it was just something.
0: Is that your embarrassment? Yes. <laughs> if there wasn't a table and two microphones between us, I'd give you a hug. That's all right. Uh I
1: was going to be more nonchalant about it but mm. i think i uh, the whole story about the uh, staple and the naval alien uh, did
0: maybe... the nonchalantness for yes, you yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i i actually noticed i my embarrassment starts with a bit of a, a almost panic attack as well yeah it's it's weird i've i've been doing a lot of corporate um gigs recently mm-hmm. you know and and for anyone who's ever wanted to know uh, when you're a comedian and you do corporate gigs it is a whole other ball game
1: it is absolutely you, different than you can't Michael just yeah
0: you can't just get out like you would in front of a crowd and tell your stuff no you have to take your stuff and make your stuff palatable mm-hmm. to whatever audience is, yeah. is there because they the company is the one that's paying you
1: basically have to be radio friendly
0: exactly and so um I, did, I, I mean I used to do corporate work all the time in Australia, but suddenly I'm like, it is you know it's my currently like this month it's my main um, income is, is corporate, which is amazing. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Artney, uh, our agent. Um. And but just the 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 last two gigs I did one last night, but then it I've I've done weddings as well. That's the new thing now. Mm -hmm. In Iceland, people want a comedian at their wedding, which I think is a huge risk to take. And I actually say that when I get up on the stage, like, you know, this, this could be like the first 20 minutes of saving Private Ryan for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. Your special day could end up with you on a beach with your intestines out screaming for your mama. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, your special day could be ruined by this very decision Mm -hmm. you made. And I think it's because weddings are so competitive and everyone wants to do something different. Yeah, um, I haven't been invited to a wedding for a long time. I have been to a a god-awful amount of weddings. Mm. Like, I have been to so many weddings. Because remember, in my previous gigs or jobs, I, I started out as a wedding DJ. Yeah. While I was teaching acting classes to people who later faked their own cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, But... Uh, you know i've i've been to so many weddings i judge them as soon as i'm there i'm like yeah i've seen better um but last week just i had a a, i can't remember where but there was a wedding i was going to do stand-up at and before i left the house i got super anxious and i have not felt that way before a gig in a long time because i i think after 13 years i've reached a point in comedy where now it's kind of like i know i'm funny Mm -hmm. despite what one particular commenter says about this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. Remember, I will never be as funny as I think I am. Um, (laughs) Black Sweater, uh, I believe was his name. Let's talk about that later. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I know I'm funny. I know I get results. I know I'm worth being paid to do it. Like I have the confidence in my own abilities. Uh, so I have not felt anxiety like that before a gig since I was in my early 20s. And suddenly I was like, even driving to the gig, um, I was kind of like, <sighs> you know, I felt short of breath and I've had a panic attack before. I once had one. The day I finished editing my, docu- my award winning documentary, The Doctor's Wife,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because I had a deadline. I had to finish it. I took myself away from where we were living in the country and spent a whole week like almost 24 hours a day. Right, right. By the end of that week, uh, you know, I put it down to I was uh over and I'd finished this thing on the drive home. I'd never had a panic attack before in my life and I started feeling like I couldn't breathe. And then I called my, you know, my then partner and said this is what's going on and he's like, "Oh, well, you're in this town because I was driving back to the country. Pop into the hospital and just get checked out because you know, I don't Ooh. want you driving if you if you're short of breath." I remember getting to the the counter and I I gave them my we have a Medicare card in Australia. Mm-hmm. I just slid that across the counter at the emergency room and then I I fell unconscious on the wow. spot. Yeah, yeah, and I woke up in a hospital bed. Um, and basically they said, you know, we think you had a panic attack. And I was like, what, what, what? And then I started having another one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this is a heart attack. <laughs> like there's something <laughs> wrong with, which is, you know, a lot of people have said it, a panic attack literally feels like you're yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, and the worst thing you can say is calm down. And that's what the nurses kept saying. You need to calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I felt the start of that. And so I, I got to this gig and I was like, I actually had the whole conversation you have with yourself. I was in the car and I just went, you can do this, Jono. There's no reason for you to feel anxious about this. You've got this. You've done so many weddings before. You're charming. Mm. You know, you, you get away with things because people like your personality. Um, and, uh, and so I, uh, I, I went in and I started doing the gig and everything was going well and then i looked over and i saw this um young person you know really long hair looked like the middle sister in modern family like the glasses uh long hair and then i i actually made a comment of it because everyone was filled with grown-ups and the bride and groom had told me go crazy swear be dirty we've looked your stuff up online We we love it. We can't wait to see it. I looked over. I see a child, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't realize there was a child here. And then you know, everyone laughed at it. And then I looked over and I said, "Oh, do you want me to like keep going, or is there some ears that need to be covered, or does a child need to be taken out of the room?" And they laughed. And the the guy next to the child put his arm around the child and just signaled for me to keep going. And then I made a joke. I said, "Are you even her father?" And then I looked out into the audience and everyone was laughing and the groom kind of had his hand over his mouth and was whispering to me, that's a boy. Uh, <laughs> and I went, oh my God. And then it got even more awkward from there because the, the father of the boy th- thought that maybe I didn't want the boy in the room and they got up and they started walking out. And I was like, oh my God, have I offended somebody at somebody's wedding? And I, I called out to them, I said, oh, did you think I wanted you to leave? And he he looked at me and went, yeah. And the boy looked really upset. And I was like, no, 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 stay as long as you're okay with it. And they went back and said, but it was like, uh, the the audience loved it, but I was so uncomfortable oh, with God. it. And it, yeah. cause it took me back to like, when I was a, I was a really fat teenager in high school and we had Japanese exchange students. And I went through this period where I got an ear piercing and shaved my head and I kind of looked like a lesbian. Um, and then the Japanese exchange student, I think her name was Kaori, who I had uh, made friends with after two weeks, asked me, she said, I want to ask you a question, my friend, I want to know. And I said, what is that? Are you a girl or boy? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> so that was my embarrassment of the week.
1: That's a good embarrassment. I um. I don't know if uh, what I'm describing is an anxiety attack. I just call it that because it's the fashionable word. But mm. I just call it ha- I just call it having a little cry. Remember oh. that scene in *West of American Summer*. Yeah. Oh, we're just having a little cry. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good thing. I remember that scene also in *Broadcast News*, where I think it's Holly Hunter mm. who, uh, who who's like this is one scene, and she acts it out like this is something her character does every day Mm. so she's just uh, she's at the hotel room she's a journalist so she's just following news following the stories and uh, she's at the hotel and talking to someone yeah 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 do do that do this do your job blah 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 I am professional and then she hangs up and unplugs the phone Mm. and cries yeah 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 and then
0: she plugs it back in
1: and goes back to her job yeah I think that's what I kind of do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think yours yours is an anxious moment. It's yes. not the medical term for like a panic attack. No, it's
1: not an attack.
0: Yeah, because just... a panic attack literally you stop breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you have no control over your body. It's caused by like a rush of adrenaline. And I can give people a hint: the whole paper bag thing. Mm-hmm. The majority of people start to lose consciousness or or uh, that kind of stuff in a panic attack because they have so much adrenaline in their body. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're not breathing in enough; they're not breathing out enough. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That if if you're starting to have one, the key is to focus on getting as much air out of your body as you're getting into it. I've
1: had that, but I it's always just awake. I think I'm a kind of low level uh, mm. and a low level anxiety guy it's Bill Nye the exciting guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and on that note it is time for For,
1: let's not do sex god
0: no let's not do operation sex god
1: let's do a new one called lations
0: Lations. (laughs) this is a new segment where we talk about interesting things we've noticed about being in relationships. Yes, because we are both in uh, the ship of relation. The ship of relation. Now, I'm trying to remember, I was starting to tell you something. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, I grew up in a generation where Will and Grace was one of the best things on TV. Yes. My boyfriend is 10 years younger than me. And I want to point out something. Friends, right? Friends is loved by millions of people. It was a very long running sitcom. I watched it and stopped watching it when I was 12 because at the, I mean, I'm a weird person who didn't like Disney. Uh, and mm-hmm. there was something about Friends when I was 12, though it just got tiring for me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was, every episode was so formulaic. You knew exactly how each character was going to react to things. As an adult, and I will be crucified for saying this, I think the um, the 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 real title should have been Six Narcissists Sabotaging Themselves for Way Too Many Seasons." That's um, a
1: very good uh, title. You think you should use that in your set? I appreciate Friends for like the historic historical value yeah. it has. And i actually when i'm very drunk and i go to bed and i feel like i have to watch something i put on friends because mm. when you're drinking you're making yourself more and more stupid mm. so basically
0: when i'm on neanderthal level you watch friends i watch
1: friends and i go like <laughs>
0: but friends has had this resurgence with people who weren't even really alive yeah when it was on yeah, or, or millennials, millennials love millennials friends. love friends and i don't get it and so my boyfriend loves friends and so um you know some of the creators of friends went on to uh to be part of the creative process of will and grace and uh, uh because the it's come back mm. so they've started a new season 11 years later yes uh, how much botox none None. i'm not seeing any. so they're just naturally old yeah they got older you know, I'm. Um, um, what is it? Uh, Deborah Messing is 49 now. Yeah. Uh, and she she just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday. Oh, that's nice. Um, but and and they did you ever see the final episode of Will and Grace? I
1: I don't know. Okay. I saw it like uh, in various sections here and there. I always liked it because I yeah. thought uh, Jack and uh, Karen Karen. They were the best characters. They were the best characters.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the others had uh, amazing and and so many guest stars in it. And I mean, one of my favorites is when Madonna becomes Karen's roommate Mm. uh, and Demi Moore was Jack's babysitter. And then, you know, he hires her as an adult. But um, anyway. Oh, also another great describer of friends. I was rewatching Lady Dynamite, the Mm. Maria Bamford Netflix TV show and anna guest who plays her agent mm-hmm. there, there's an episode where maria has to pitch a tv show to wendy malik right it's wendy malik's a con <laughs> um and uh she has a comment of you just need three because the agent is like a bitch She's, you just need three fucking words maria you know how friends was pitched three words coffee whiny juice <laughs> <laughs> But so the other day I was like, oh my God, when I still lived in the old apartment with Thronberg, mm. we were both saying how excited we were about Will and Grace coming back. Right. And I said to my boyfriend, uh, Frenchie, I said, are you looking forward to it? He's like, I never watched it. And I went, oh my God. Okay. We need to watch an episode of Will and Grace. Granted, I did not at the time think about how... If you're introducing someone to a long running sitcom, you probably shouldn't show like something like Will and Grace, where it doesn't matter what happened in the past. You probably shouldn't show them the pilot because it's when they're still working things out. Like Karen doesn't even appear until the second episode. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even find her character until like the end of the first season or even the second season. Like she's just kind of a periphery character. Um, and the, the Jack and Karen characters weren't supposed to be so big until they noticed their connection between Sean Hayes and Megan Mullally. Mm-hmm. So we watched the pilot and I, d- I did that thing, which I'm very conscious I do when I watch something with someone and I really love it is, you know, the joke happens and I, I, I stop myself now, but I turn and see if they're mm-hmm. laughing yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah.
1: You watch them, watch it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've heard stories from people in that situation. Like, uh, like, so, like a friend of mine a long time ago. Mm. she was telling me, like, yeah, and he had wanted me to watch this show. And basically, he just watched me watch it. And yeah, it was so uncomfortable,
0: and I thought, oh, <gasps> I've done that. I've done that too. And yeah. I will never do it again. I, I, my, my ex flatmate Anton, who now lives in Holland, he was the one who pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. He said because I was really into Lady Dynamite. Yeah, and he said, I'll watch it with you, but. Cause like he was in a bad mood, something bad had happened at work. He's like, don't fucking watch me watch it Mm -hmm. because every time there's a joke, if I get it, I'll laugh. You don't have to wait for me to to laugh. And so, um, we watched the first episode of Will and Grace and it finished and I said, what did you think? And he's like, ah, uh, it's not as good as Friends. And to me, that was blasphemy. Ooh, yes. It was like, the show is so much better written. Mm. Like it's quicker, the characters are more crazy, they're more interesting, oh, they're more it's, unpredictable. it's better than Friends. It is far better than oh, Friends. Also, so it
1: well. Friends was funny at the time,
0: kind yeah, of. Yeah, but it does not age. And I would never go back and re-watch Friends.
1: Unless blackout drunk.
0: Unless, well, even then, even then, I'd rather watch Seinfeld.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. You know, because I, I, I just couldn't bring myself to do it again. Like, I lost interest when I was fucking 12 years old. Why would yeah. I want to watch it as an adult? I get it. But I am determined to get him to like Will and Grace, and I just don't know how.
1: Chandler is pretty homophobic also.
0: Yeah, there are so many of but, them well, based are. Based
1: on the fact that his uh, father is transgender. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they made fun of that in Family Guy. They do with Quagmire's dad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember. I I kind of uh, I purposefully don't watch anything uh, that even how how no matter how favorite Mm. I'm not gonna push it on super hot because I've I've experienced in previous relationship Mm. what it's like to push your favorite on someone and just happen, just does, happens not to fit their palette and and you have to respect that yeah and you i do. remember she my super host, she was she wanted to watch like this political discussion thing <laughs> and uh, i love that about her
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh, she watches question time she watches like adult people talk about serious yeah, things yeah yeah because she's smart yes yeah, she
1: <laughs> watches. she watches things that uh what called matter yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and and uh and she she, she said uh should we watch this? And I said, sure. And then we put it on, and then the, the adults started talking, and I get fidgety mm. immediately. I start mm. looking for a pen and a piece of paper so I could just draw something. Mm. Mm. Uh, and she's going, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to find something to draw, just something to do while while it's on." She's like, we, "You, we don't have to watch this." I said, "No, no, no. You watch this. I like, I like this. This I like. I like you here." Watching this boring thing, and I'm me here beside you drawing something fun. Mm. This is, this is, uh, this, is mm-hmm. this is this is good. This is this is good.
0: This is good. So yeah, it's a little Robert De Niro there for people. <laughs> who, who, this this is good.
1: This is good. Mm. I can never do it, but I do it all the time. This is, this should be on my
0: gravestone. No, you agree. I can never do it, but I do it all the time. But I do it all the time. But here's here's my opinion on this whole opinion. Opinion. Um. Uh. The the thing I find with Frenchie, and not liking friends, is that I know because I know him very well. He's not watching it. He's decided. Uh, he's already decided before watching <laughs> Will and Grace that he doesn't like it. Yeah. And so he's watching it going, I hate this, mm-hmm. I hate this, and not listening to it, because I've seen him with other movies and other TV shows, and you know, I'm, I love a good conspiracy theory documentary or like people who've confessed to shit and they didn't actually do it, mm-hmm. like true crime. And he hates those sort of things, but watches it with, I would say, a closed mind. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I had no interest in watching Rick and Morty, and I had no interest in watching Adventure Time, And I watch them with you, with an open mind, and I enjoy them. I'm not going to go watch them on my own, but it's a show I can watch with you, and I think it's funny, and I laugh at things, and I don't need to be fully invested in the show. Why can't you do this for me with Will and Grace?
1: (laughs) It's a fair fair thing to Mm. uh, expect from him. So
0: now I have to wait until he's working or doing something else... Or sleeping to watch Will and Grace.
1: Oh, that's, just put it on. I remember, well, like uh, one ex of mine. I I was watching uh, Angel. Mm. I know either Buffy or Angel. Mm. Either one of those. Uh, it was just on. Mm-hmm. She was doing just doing something else, reading or whatever, whatever, and uh, then just slowly she got into it and mm. then she got hooked mm. that's one way just don't push it on
0: them by osmosis
1: yeah I, it's it's the same thing like don't push your thing on other yeah, yeah, people yeah. I I, I uh, one of my my best friend, does it all the time mm Ivar from Hebbnedenir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he pushes YouTube videos in your face. He yeah. Ha, he hasn't done it recently because I got all up in his face about you it. You got up in his grill.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of felt bad afterwards because I was like, "Stop doing that." <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but it's like, here, what's this? No, we were having a conversation. We were, we, we were fine. We don't have to, like, stop for a music video mm-hmm. or, a, or a funny sketch. Mm. This was fine. I was enjoying us sitting here talking about nothing at all. Why? Why did you have to post yeah, this yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you enjoy our friendship? <laughs> Do you think there's something wrong with you? you really think there's something missing? Do we have to watch
0: the Lonely Island video? I've seen it. It's funny. I get it. <laughs> Go watch it on your own. Go back. But the, the other thing I think when it comes to being in a relationship with a millennial mm-hmm. is that he did not... There's two things. He's French. Mm-hmm. So there's so many th- comedy things I love. That he doesn't because he doesn't get it because it's too American. Yeah. And because when you, uh, from what I've gathered, when you grow up in France, everything is dubbed. Uh He's never heard the real Simpsons voices. Uh Um, You know, he's he's, he's tried to sing the SpongeBob SquarePants song to me the other day. Yeah. And you know, SpongeBob SquarePants, who lives in a pineapple under the sea, SpongeBob SquarePants, Uh absorbent and yellow and porous is he. So poetic. Mm-hmm. He was singing it to me in French, and I said, "What does that mean?" And it was something like, "He lives in a pineapple under the sea." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And he's like, "He always gets the job done." It's uh, like, oh, well, that's
1: the huge thing.
0: There. Oh, that's huge. And yeah. I, I told him the real words, and he went, "Oh, that's much more poetic." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but it, it, he doesn't like Saturday Night Live mm. because he does it. It does it also. Wet Hot American Summer. Mm. I, I think that show is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And there's so it. much subtle stuff like when they. Did you constantly... see the
1: original movie? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was like ahead of its time.
0: It was, it was. It's where comedy, uh, uh, especially binge comedy, now is. Yeah. Um. But he doesn't get it because it's too American. He doesn't get the Reagan references. He was born in 1995. You know? Yeah. Like, it, I was alive. When I was alive, the Berlin okay, Wall was yeah, still I, up.
1: Yes, yes. Pulp Fiction is older
0: than he, him. He also doesn't like Tarantino.
1: Well, I don't <laughs> think you should see this person any longer. I was having who, no... doesn't, who doesn't enjoy a good Harvey
0: Weinstein production? <laughs> <laughs> but but it, what, what I was trying to explain to him, is like, I don't get why you love this show so much. And I said, because when I was growing up as a young gay guy, This show was super... It was so important to me. It was like, even though initially Jack was a eunuch, Mm -hmm. like he was a a flouncy character who you never thought about having sex. Over time, he changed. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, you know, we were represented. There were Mm. people who were fun and interesting. But
1: Will was always a full-on sex object, right? He was always supposed to be sexy and... He was... But he was... I think like Will a, was not more object, was, Will was
0: more palatable. Yeah. He was more cuz he was a lawyer, he was successful, he uh, was, you know, and 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 initially I was I was watching a, a, a like a documentary about them. They the characters of Will and Grace were actually supposed to be um side characters in another project. Right. And when they pitched it to the director, the director said, "Scrap those characters, make the show about Will and Grace." Mhm. Um, but yeah, that, that was my thing about that. Is it time to move on to...
1: Uh, how to
0: speak Australian from sea to shining, shining sea. So I have a word for you. Yeah. A man something wine. Or friend. No, Karl, rempe, Svín. Svín is pig. Yes. Karl
1: is men. Yes. Remper. Remba. Um, I guess remper, a is to push. Like when you're kind of taking a shit mm. and you have, have con, are constipated. Yeah. Uh, what you're doing when you're pushing, you're trying to push your shit out. You're a rempast you, R-
0: squeezing it out yeah.
1: but uh, so Karl Rempe Sween is just basically the Icelandic word for a uh, chauvinistic pick
0: oh
1: yeah I, th- I find the whole rempa thing uh, we don't
0: have a word for it in English
1: yeah it's just it, it, it basically means you're just pushing your fucking man over everyone oh. I thought it would be um, pretty appropriate now in this Whole era of of culture mm. uh, they're everywhere. I'm trying to look at the positive side that that's kind of um uh, I guess like when uh, when like it's an like an animal that knows it's it becoming extinct and it tries to like uh, hit everything on its way out yeah
0: yeah yeah if I'm going down I'm taking you all with yeah, me yeah yeah and that's why or the the person who's been kicked out of the supermarket and so they're gonna throw a tantrum and, and spill all the salsa on the ground yeah
1: I mean there are a lot of loud ones out there and mm. uh, uh, and they're being taken down but the, the biggest one is left
0: yeah and, I mean, I think it's a victory, a sad victory that it's taken so long with this Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah, yeah. It's but thank sad. God someone's actually, you know, being held accountable. Yeah,
1: when, when, it, when it turned out that he was a sex predator, it was just like when Ricky Martin came out of the closet. He went like, oh, oh of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs>
0: he's, a, he's a man in Hollywood with power. Yeah. You know, I one of my favorite quotes oh, about the Harvey Weinstein thing was from Nathan Lane. Um, He was hosting a charity event for, I think it was Hillary Clinton's birthday. And and Weinstein was the guy in charge of it. And uh, he made some kind of joke that Weinstein didn't like. Weinstein pushed him up against a wall and threatened him. And Nathan Lane said, you can't hurt me. I don't have a movie career.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) I love Nathan Lane My word for you I've got two today <clears throat> Now okay. I've taught you Chaka Siki Chaka Is give me a cigarette No Siki
1: uh, uh, Chaka Siki is to, to uh, No what's Call in sick. Colin, I life. knew it I was about to say
0: it But if you are going to school Yeah And you go to school uh, And then skip class Or cut class yeah. Or leave the school What's it in American again? Cut. Play Hickey Play play hooky. hooky hooky yeah we call it wagging wagging when you wag school yeah yeah wag, wag. yeah oh uh, and, and i remember in high school it's like you someone would call out a name and go where is he oh he's wagging miss <laughs> oh, right, noting that one down and because you're in australian schools you get at the end of of each term because we have four terms you get an attendance uh Thing that on on your report, yes. So your parents get to see how many days of school you missed, yeah. and if if that don't match up with what they believe, then you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trick was to cut class when you had a substitute, because then you could blame the substitute. Ah, uh, that's for, true. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think I used that trick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the other one I was going to teach you is the word donkey root, and I don't know if I've taught you this before. Donkey root. Yeah. Donkey root.
1: Mm-hmm. It is the. Donkey Root yeah, it's it's the slightly more drunk and more old and more racist Australian version version of Don Quixote. Of of what? Of Don Quixote. What's that? Don Quixote, Don Quixote, Don Quixote. The most important uh, fictional uh, literal work in the history of humankind. kind. Don
0: Quixote. Yeah, Don Quixote. <laughs> 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 oh, Donkey Quixote. Oh, That's what I said, Donkey <laughs> Ot. Oh, I have these conversations all the time <laughs> with my French boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. um, but a donkey root. Okay, so I've taught you to fuck someone is you have a root.
1: Yeah, Donkey Root, it is, it's uh, ass fucking?
0: No, it's when you light a cigarette with somebody else's cigarette.
1: Donkey Root. Yeah. Ah, we call it Smith. Smith, what is Smith? It means contagion.
0: Contagion, that's right, yeah. I think maybe we have done that one before. Um, but uh, yeah, Donkey Root. Donkey Root. Smit Contagion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's now time for Get K- K- It To Me Straight, straight. <laughs> The minute you walked in the room <laughs> meow, meow, I could tell you were a man with a penis um, But do you like others? Um,
1: others? I do Dicks? like others? Other di- I, other.
0: I only like my own dick you I only like, like your... it
1: very, very much
0: mm. Mm. Well, I have a really interesting one Which is a little bit philosophical for you Yes, please. So the corporate gig I did last night, mm-hmm. I because I was I was told I always like to call whoever booked me and get a bit of a lowdown on the crowd first. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular uh, company who booked me is someone who booked me before. They're an events company. Um, I really like doing work with them because they take good care of you. And so I spoke with the the... And actually, here's a hint for people starting a career as a performer. If you develop great relationships with people they will rehire you. Yes. And also, you know, if you go and, and and they say we're running late and you don't make a fuss, they will rehire you. Mm-hmm. And if you arrive and they don't have food for you and you don't make a fuss, you will get the gig. Or, that mm-hmm. you know, if people like you, they're more inclined to want to work with you again. And I think that honestly is is more sometimes just as important as the work you do. Yes but so this I, I love working with this company so and I just be good be good you be kind will, you will afford food and and be you know be, be kind to the person be, who's not in to, charge to afford food you have to be good you have to be good to afford food mm. yes yes it is not like America where everybody gets slice of pie for doing nothing yes, yes. <laughs> for doing nothing over there they have condoms <laughs> condoms are for people with future um It's so dark. Yes. Uh, But so I called the client yesterday and I said, So tell me a little bit about the crowd. And she said, They're more posh than party. Mm. And so I, as a good comedian, I took myself, I grabbed a bite to eat, and I had pen and paper and I went over my set Mm -hmm. and reordered things so that I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell fisting jokes. I'm not going to be vulgar. And I. I redid my entire set, minimizing swearing, cutting out a lot of sex stuff, you know, just the the funny stuff that's palatable to everybody, just in case somebody uh, thinks it's a little bit untoward to talk about Mm. that kind of stuff. I finished um, reordering it, and then halfway through my set, uh, while I was performing, and, you know, it was a good set, they enjoyed it, and I got a lot of compliments afterwards. I realized that I removed all the gay. Mm-hmm. I removed all the references to me being a gay man, unintentionally. It's just that in my mind a lot of those were associated with sex stories mm-hmm. or things. Yeah. And then afterwards I, I had a flashback to corporate gigs I used to do in Australia where like I had been told it's probably not a good thi- you know this is a very conservative crowd because Australia's a little bit more backwards mm-hmm. in the sense of that. Uh, you, you shouldn't really talk about the gay stuff here. Right, right. And it's it's like, but that's who I am. And so I felt kind of ashamed after the gig that I had removed all essences of me as being a gay man in my comedy. And I'm, you know, I'm the only gay comedian in Iceland. And uh, I, I'm a comedian who talks about my own experience. Mm-hmm. So in in a way, there was this fraudulent feeling but i also have it's been a very long time since i've performed on stage and everyone in the audience like i left there going everyone here probably assumes i'm a straight person
1: hmm?
0: you know i mean i didn't exactly have judy Gullen's purse falling out of my mouth every time i spoke like i normally do mm-hmm. um, That's sort
1: of, i've heard you bring up that visual before and yeah. you said it's so weird is it why would
0: her purse fall out of your mouth because she's gay she, like so that the joke is, <laughs> well, she's not gay. She's a gay icon. Yeah, I know. But like you know, if, if Judy Garland fell out of your mouth, that's gay. You know, because she's like a, a queen to the Flock. gays. Yeah, but yeah, but but, it's but extra then gay her purse, it's purse is yes. extra gay. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I just I, I like it was. It a, totally works. I laugh at the time, but I like. it's yeah. strange. It's strange. <laughs> like I mean, even gay would be like her her dildo or something or. <laughs> You know, or every time I shit, it's glitter. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, but oh, of
1: course, I find it good. I am
0: so juvenile. Oh, I'm being called. Who am I being called by? I'll I'll call them back. Mm. Um, but so here here was my thing. I um, yeah, I was just a, a little bit kind of weirded out, and I thought to myself, "Have you ever had to remove parts?" As a straight man, have you yeah. ever had to remove parts of your set that are actually intrinsically uh, joined to who you are as a person for the sake of the audience?
1: Yes, well, I have kind of, I have, but that's—I uh, think it's just—I uh, mean, I think that's also why I don't like doing corporate gigs. It's because you have to—I have to—I only have like my um, my. Uh, absolute killers mm. uh, in my set when I do corporate gigs so I will just and that, those are most often very kind of dirty jokes but mm-hmm. they're also, all uh, they're they're, dirt, they're filthy but not dark so mm. I take out all my dark material which is f- like for example about dead babies mm-hmm. or, or, or um, serial killers or something like that There's um, just really dark things mm uh of course uh, sex crimes stuff like that uh, which is something that belongs more in a comedy club or a stand-up evening because that's that's kind of your place to kind of test out these ideas and also i like to bring my stand-up to a uh, to to the thinker mm. like uh, a lot of them are thinkers uh, mixed with uh, filthy punchlines mm. therefore you are already laughing when the, the when the dark thinker comes mm-hmm. uh, that makes you accidentally keep on laughing while that's going on and that's what I like to play with mm. but when I do the corporate gigs I find myself only doing the filthy stuff so I'm just coming up on stage like some poop clown mm. like la la la, la pfft, pfft. La 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 gluten shy la 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 la. <laughs> uh, peed my pants. That's all for me. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, Buy my books. But uh, yeah, so I don't like that. I much more like doing uh, the. I like to be able to go into the darkness because in the darkness, because the lights aren't on, you can be yourself mm. and be more personal.
0: Mm. But yeah, but not because I'm straight. Mm. And it, I mean, it also brought up a lot of things for me, like of of times I've been in meetings. Like, I mean, this whole week with the Harvey Weinstein thing, mm. I have I have been in meetings with powerful people mm-hmm. who I know did not take me seriously because I was gay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of those around. So strange that they got so far, I find, but uh, mm. you know... Being ignorant and an asshole actually does
0: get you uh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because you also surround yourself with other ignorant asshole yes-men.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, like an alpha bully thing. Uh, uh, you're surrounded by guys who don't want to be bullied uh, by you, so they will be stand beside you and laugh like Beavis and Bertrand mm-hmm. while you bully other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, sadly still a very, very much a thing and uh, I think it should be eradicated from the system and I think it will be but just very slowly And yeah. the, the sad thing also about uh, evil forces like this bullying and stuff they will the, uh, when this goes out another form of bullying will take its place mm. I think it's pretty much like a, a animal kingdom thing there's always the
0: predator uh, so there'll just be a new predator <clears throat> there
1: will be a new predator I mean we will never fix It's very utopian to think that we will sometimes become, uh, get into the Star Trek level where everyone is nice and Mm. we will just, we will have to go to space to find bullies. Mm. (laughs) But but one can Uh hope, uh, so we should just strive towards the light.
0: Mm. Did you have a question? Yes. Yeah. Fag hag. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: uh, I've like, find that it's, it's that's the I, I can can I say that word yeah I can say it but because hag comes right after mm. and it doesn't mean a gay person
0: mm. uh, I get I get what, because you're saying the the F word yes yeah but I mean it's you're not calling someone I I, I mean it's a term we created yeah you you, you got you, you started it we started it uh, but, uh, but also I've heard people say, oh, you know, it's a, oh, is, is blah, blah coming? Yeah. Is his hag coming too? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: can, like, is his hag? I have don't I like, yeah, I think she's like his hag or something. Mm. Uh, I said that, uh, but, uh, uh, but I also use the word fag hag as well. Mm. Uh, Homma haike. Homma haike. Yes. Yeah. That's the Icelandic word. Yes. But homme isn't as, isn't as bad as the KF word. Isn't it? I thought it meant... No, I think the, the it just means <coughs> homo. You want to hear the, the Icelandic? Yeah, it's just Fakki. Fakki. Yeah. Okay. With two G's and an I. Fakki. Oh. Fakka is a. List. I still have
0: an issue with the fact that a dustpan and brush, uh, in like you know the thing used to sweep the floor in a restaurant. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, called a humme.
1: Oh. In, what, in like Iceland.
0: if you work in a kitchen in Iceland
1: oh it's called really? they call it a humme yeah wow yeah
0: and I remember saying to uh, a girl I worked with at Lebowski you know why do they call it a humme and she didn't even think about what she was saying she was like I don't know you know because you can just put anything in it mm. I was like That's horrible. But I read, I read an article, I think, in the Reykjavik Grapevine about where it came from, mm. and it was actually apparently traced back to a gay man who called it a hummeh.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, then it's okay. Then it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but would you consider... You, you're not a... You know, I mean, I've told you before that straight men are known as fruit flies. Yes. But you... I mean, you're not around a lot of gay men, are you? Well, I know a bunch of Well your of them. Be- your best friend in school was a, a, a gay man.
1: Yeah. But uh like I have like there are, like I've like a lot of gay friends and like, like a bunch of gay friends and, and acquaintances. Mm. And uh I kind of just if I gonna uh, yeah, no, but no I wouldn't consider You're not a fruit fly like like uh um, Statistically, mm. they are not in the majority. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I uh, hang around people uh, because of uh, me tolerating them. Yeah, just generally
0: as p- person. I think that's being friends with someone over thirty. You yeah. just equally tolerate each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think I think is also also as well um, in Iceland because there is much more of an integration of gay straight people yes. within society yeah well at
1: least here in 101
0: there's there's less fag hag homo haike people are just friends mm-hmm. I think in places like where I came from in Australia you have suburbs where all the gay people tend to live yeah yeah. so there no are most... people who tend to just be around
1: we don't have enough buildings to have suburbs like that no so no, just... no, no, no 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 we don't um, have I... enough land
0: I think most of the gays do live in 101 anyway yeah
1: yeah well it's closest to the one gay bar yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round the corner from here. Oh, we do actually have uh, some questions this week. For... Okay, let's have a Luke. Let's have a uh, L E W K, as Tom Lank would call it, who was in Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we have a question from. Uh... Ooh! From a guy named Carl Stefansson.
1: Carl Stefansson, yes. Yes,
0: I will read it exactly as he wrote it because mm. he's putting on an Icelandic accent in his writing. Mm-hmm. Best and worst things to use as lubricant. Ah, mm.
1: well, uh, I've only used like lubricant bought in a sex shop. I'm uh, very much vanilla that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean. So the the one, the
0: water-based
1: one that I bought that one time, it was all right. So that's the best one.
0: The best one. Worst one? Worst one
1: is, um, the worst one would be Vaseline. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like very early in my sex making, Mm. uh, a girl wanted to bring in some lubricant and she went and she was equally as inexperienced. And she went and brought some
0: vaseline, vaseline in it, oil based.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think so, but yeah. it does not work at all.
0: Well, it's also it's also bad. Uh, well,
1: water is not a lubricant. Water is not. A lubricant. Yeah, having sex in a swimming pool. It hurts. Yeah, it's like when you're rubbing spit up against a uh, balloon.
0: Mm. Like a, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I would say I bet when it comes to uh, anal for water-based lubricants there are better and worse ones Mm -hmm. um and i was not aware of this uh until in recent years because there are ones that kind of after the act they tend to disappear Mm -hmm. uh there are ones that kind of stay up there which cause you to constantly feel like you need to poop yeah uh or you know they kind of leave a residue Um, If you're engaging in uh, safe sex practices, if you're using condoms, Mm. uh, you should always use water-based lubricant because oil-based lubricants will uh, eat away at rubber and latex. okay, oi. So they, they will cause breakages. Also, if you're not doing penetrative sex... You can use oil-based lubricants, like if you're just doing hand jobs, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then and it's sometimes totally things different. like almond oil,
1: yeah, coconut oil, uh,
0: coconut oil is good. Coconut oil, almond oil, um, unless somebody has a nut allergy, of course. Um, it's also
1: nice to have your dick smell like coconuts for a while.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The the um uh, some people just use spit, but as I discovered recently, you can actually um cause Uh, chlamydia and gonorrhea from using spit as a lubricant because it can live in your throat oh Mm. that's sad so just use mouthwash beforehand chlamydia is everywhere it is the Reykjavik handshake
1: yes they are the tourists of your body
0: the next question is uh please keep this anonymous all right we will do so um steven uh, no, <laughs> his name isn't Stephen. Um, well, then that narrows it down. Narrows no, it down. It's like guess who? Yeah. <laughs> now it's like,
1: oh, well, now they know it. it's not Stephen.
0: Uh, so this one: What should one do to forget an ex?
1: Oh, the classic question.
0: It is an age-old not question, a
1: time-old.
0: T- a question as old as time, old as time. Uh, what does one do to forget an ex
1: what does one do I mean the time is key mm. I guess if you are seriously heartbroken mm-hmm. you just have to go through that thing I mean there have been many fables told mm-hmm. about people trying to use magic or technology to get rid of their pain yeah. but pain is a necessary part of life it you, is yeah you can't erase your memories like uh, jim carrey you, <laughs> you well you, that you, you we all see how he wound up yeah it yeah. did not end well and uh, uh, and uh, oh you can't use uh, Magic, like, uh, uh, well, I remember Sander Harris in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He tried to uh, get, tried to uh,
0: use magic. magic
1: for his uh, broken heart. Was and it that Cordelia? Was the, yeah, it yeah. was Cordelia. That backfired and mm-hmm. every girl in Sunnydale fell in love with him mm-hmm. and he was almost eaten alive by the female species. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that either. You don't want to be eaten alive. It's no. a horrible way to go. Just to imagine the feeling of all these teeth biting you, mm-hmm. biting through your flesh, mm-hmm. uh, all over your body. And, and having... then
0: the, the opposite end of the spectrum is you could let the thought of your ex eat you up inside until you become a vengeance demon.
1: Yes, that can also happen.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: we are being uh, humorously sarcastic uh, and and... and non-helpful uh, for a reason the reason is that uh, you you really just have to go through it
0: you do i have my two my two sense. if i could just say one thing um it would be that i think when you go through a breakup especially if it's hard uh it's 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 very easy to think about the thoughts of your ex as something you don't want Mm-hmm. But unless your relationship was shitty from day 1, yeah. There was a period of time where it was good. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you need to forget that. No. I think it's wonderful to remember the good times you had together and stop focusing on the fact that it failed and focus on the fact that for a time it succeeded. Yeah. And and I mean if I like I am long out of a very long-term relationship, And now occasionally I have, uh, you know, those thoughts and I'm glad I don't forget them. I remember times I used to laugh at certain things Mm -hmm. and go, oh, that was a good time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just because the uh, relationship Mm. ended or failed, uh, if you will, that doesn't mean it didn't succeed Mm. also. And uh, while you think, uh, think of the positive things, you can also actually, you can actually... Focus on some of the negative things while thinking. Oh, I remember when he or she did that—that that annoyed me. And I'm know glad that. I don't have to yeah, deal with it anymore. Yeah, and or else I'd have to live with that mm. shit, and that would have
0: made me maybe. But there's no there's no shortcut. You will feel, especially if you didn't end the relationship. You, there will be a long or moderate time mm. where you're gonna feel sad you're going to think of them it will cause you sadness but th- th- you just have to get through it and i think the one big thing to help you get through it is to focus on yourself mm-hmm. rather than focus on what did i do wrong wh- just focus on being a better you for you absolutely and and when the big
1: purple omnip- omnipotent uh, space blob mm. uh, closes a door mm-hmm he does open a window. Yeah. And you can just jump outside that window. But before you do that, check if you are on the ground floor. This is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we along. <laughs> <help. laughs> and on that note, I
0: think it's time to end.
1: Yes. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> Kättelä alvarbstahteja on uuttimin kuin redes. Tähkerä